Hi, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another one-on-one. -on -one. This one coming to you from Gowanus in Brooklyn, where I'm at the offices of Genius, a company which certainly announced itself with its name. And joining me is G. Krinsky, who's VP of Brand Partnerships. Welcome. Hi, Kim. Um, it's really exciting to do this with you. Um, and actually, this is the fir first podcast I've ever done. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, really excited. Um, perfectly yeah. painless, don't worry. Yeah, great. So some people, although the name change was a few years ago, some people still know of Rap Genius, which mm -hmm. is where Genius originated. I know the company has been through a big evolution since then. So could you sketch for us you know, how rap, what Rap Genius used to do and uh, what you're doing now? Sure, absolutely. Um, so you know, Genius was founded by a couple of folks back in 2009. And it was literally a, a, a place where they just wanted people to talk about rap lyrics and right. you know, uh, drill down to the meaning behind the songs. Um, what's interesting is, you know, since then, um, it hasn't been just used for rap lyrics, and that's why the evolution of Rap Genius to Genius, uh, where, you know, now it's, like, broadly used. I mean, I think the 15th or 25th song um, that was uh, transcribed on there was an Emily Dickinson poem, for example. Okay. So anything that's written that, you know, people want to find out more and deeper meaning behind, um, you know, Genius has been used for that platform. So it was natural for us to rebrand to Genius uh, mm -hmm. from Rap Genius. Um, what's interesting, too, is I found out about the company um, because I was, back in 2014, I want to say, very obsessed with Dub Smash. Dub Smash. <laughs> yeah, so okay. it's a lip-syncing app. And so um, I was using Genius um, as my go-to lyrics platform for it. Um, I noticed that other lyric sites didn't really have the right lyrics sometimes and you know when you're making lip-sync videos you have to have the right lyrics right mm -hmm. so um, in any case I found a genius that way and I've been using it and in 2016 just interestingly enough I got a call from them saying they're starting a brand uh, a brand team selling to brand marketers so even though the company's been around since 2009 uh, we've only had the brand partnerships team for the last year and a half, okay, and in full earnest since I would say January of this year. Okay, so what what are the main activities or things which Genius are doing now? I mean, just give us a broad sense of what the company is doing. Yeah, um, you know, so we first started as a platform, so on your app and uh, web, so as an a web. Uh, you know, first platform where people can go and, and contribute to songs, learn about them, share them, etc. Um, you know, but the way that people consume media and the way that people consume information has, has, is completely different now, right? right? right. So there's the mobile devices, there's ways that people, they, they just want to consume, um, consume content in a much different way. Mm -hmm. And so the, you know, one thing that is really special to Genius is we've, we were taking all of that information mm -hmm. on um, the platform and all this data, um, what we kind of call the encyclopedia of music, right. and we're now transforming that into premium content for video. And that has um, you know, increased our audience size significantly. So just to give you some background, mm -hmm. back in 2016, we um, had maybe three people on our content team. We currently have now 16 people just dedicated to video. Wow. 
Um, and since two, uh, 2016, we've grown from just a couple hundred thousand followers on, on YouTube to uh, we have over 1.6 million now. Oh, that's impressive. In a very yeah. short period of time, right. yeah. And the knowledge you're talking about, the kind of knowledge base about music, is that all crowdsourced or do you have people on the team adding to it? How does, how does that work? Yes, um, so mostly crowdsourced. Uh, we do have a team um, on our what we call our knowledge community members, uh, and there's, you know, led by Michael Heal, um, and they work with our community team to, you know, guide them and coach them on things to contribute and how to contribute. Right. Um, and then, you know, we do have editors on staff as well who kind of, you know, oversee and look at all the different content that's being added. Um, and then we have the artists themselves. So mm -hmm. a lot of our first early adopters were artists that were, you know, noticing that their fans were writing about their songs and talking about their <laughs> artistry. And yeah. um, and they jumped on themselves and have been, you know, annotating and adding information, responding to their fans. And, um, you know, that, that I think makes it really, really special um, and, one of the things that makes us very unique to the brand partnership side of things too, because now we can leverage those relationships. Yeah. They trust us, like they don't, you know, there's publications out there where they cover the artist, their life and so forth, but this is where they can come and really talk about their art. That's interesting, isn't it? It's, very, it's a very organic relationship, it seems to me, because it's easy enough to be a brand, you see a celebrity who might fit your image, so you go out and you hire them. But here you've developed an organic relationship with the artist because of the content, which is Absolutely. very different. Absolutely. And, you know, I would argue that, yeah, the, the relationships that we have with artists are very unique, um, and that's what kind of sets us apart, too, even from a brand, brand partnership standpoint. Um, yeah, it's very organic, it's authentic. Um, I know those words are thrown around quite a bit in our <laughs> industry, but... Um, when we say it, I think, you know, I truly believe that. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll put up a, a link to the YouTube channel with this, of course. But tell me how this is all of interest to brands, what value brands can get from it. Yeah. So there's a couple of different things, I think, for brands. Um, first of all, we've amassed over 80 million. I think the latest number is about 85 million, according to Google Analytics, globally. So consumers, unique consumers that come to Genius.com, desktop, mobile, and mobile app um, is about 85 million. Mm -hmm. um, about 35 or so million are domestic. And so there's this untapped resource of consumers. <laughs> yes. And if you look at Comscore, our duplication with our competitive set is actually very low. So for brands, they're now tap, being able to tap into an audience that they haven't tapped into before, but more importantly, they can tap into them in a way, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, I think they can leverage that relationship that we have and the authenticity of that relationship that we have in order to connect with their consumers. So one thing that, you know, a lot of brands have been saying to me lately is, you know, they want to engage with their consumers. And of course, we've heard that term before too. Um, but What's different, I think, now versus, you know, a couple years ago is the experiences in which you can engage the brands and their consumers. Right. And 
I showed you our event space downstairs. Yeah. That also gives us some leverage in um, creating experiences for, for brands, and for the consumers. Um, similar to, and I'm pointing at the shirt like people can actually see me doing it on this podcast, but, um, <laughs> but this shirt is from uh, the original Penguin Wale event that we threw. And one of the reasons why Penguin chose us as an exclusive partner is the ability for us to make that connection with their consumer mm. audience. So Wale did a special performance. He actually created a song for this campaign. Uh, we created some, you know, unique, um, you know, merchandise for it. Um, I mean, it, it was a, it was an amazing event. The client thought, you know, really felt like they were part of the conversation. They were part of the lifestyle. It wasn't an, yeah. an advertisement. That's exactly what I was thinking while you were talking. It's not so much about advertising to this set of consumers as sharing experiences with them, exactly. which is that's an evolution we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of people trying to move towards. Mm -hmm. but, um, can you talk about some of the brands who are using you? Yeah. Um, so in the last, since January, I'm very proud to say, and a little bit bragging, mm -hmm. um, we've worked with about 40 advertisers and agencies and nearly 60 campaigns. And they've crossed, you know, pretty much all of the categories out there. So in the footwear space, we work with Nike and um, Adidas, um, you know, fashion, original Penguin is our, um, and Levi's were our first kind of fashion right. clients. Um, everyone in the streaming uh, side of the business, so Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, Tidal. Um, oh, man, there's <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, I'm really proud of our team. I mean, the, the way that we were able to build this from the ground up and mm -hmm. bring on so many amazing um, brand partners. Entertainment is... Um, really leveraging our platform for the the mass but also the way to organically you know and authentically connect with our consumers so bt showtime um yeah there's across every category pretty much except for my goal is to get auto an auto um partner next year um, okay yeah yeah but that's one of our our goals so i'm assuming and you can correct me if i'm wrong that the demographic mm -hmm of your audience is fairly young and probably quite desirable to, uh, to brands as well. Yeah, um, you know, we're seeing a wide range, um, but absolutely, you know, anywhere in the 13 to 34 range. Mm -hmm. um, and then we can, we can actually target by age range. So we just recently aligned with a, um, a DMP that allows us to target. Um, so, you know, we can actually drill down, and then we can even drill down to the song level. So um, there's a lot of different targeting abilities, but yes, you know, they're fairly young. Um, what we're seeing on Comscore is they have a high household income as well, so yeah. close to $100,000 a month. Wow. So, you know, they have money to spend. Um, $100,000 a month? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. I know. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of envy going on here. Yeah. Okay. Um, and where you're working with streaming music services, like I, I did see in my research, you're doing stuff with Spotify. What kind of, how, how do you fit in there? Yeah, so Spotify is a great partner of ours. Um, we have a strategic relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So you may have seen the behind the lyrics cards. Mm -hmm. Yep, so we power, you know, hundreds and possibly thousands of uh, songs on Spotify. 
Um, so we take all of this knowledge that we have on our platform that's curated by our, our content team right. and we pipe it into Spotify. So that was a tech relationship as well mm-hmm. um, and also a content relationship. And so, you know, we're um, growing that partnership. So currently we have a co-sell partnership as well that, that kind of came out of that strategic relationship where Genius and Spotify can co-sell um, branded playlists. Oh, yeah. So we will help brands curate the lists and then Genius um, will power the behind the lyrics. Excellent. Okay. And just finally, data, because a lot of our listeners are interested in, in that. You, you mentioned the DMP. Are, are your regular audience members offering up first-party data to you, collecting data, registration, anything like that? So that's, um, I think, going to be another phase down the road. Mm-hmm. But currently, we do have data around the users who sign up. Right. Um, but... You know, we don't have um, the drill down um, data right now. So that that is something that we're looking into. Um, but we are using Crux right now. Crux, yeah. um, so we can layer on some of their data um, and then we can allow, you know, advertisers to also layer on theirs. Okay. Or Salesforce DMP as as I'm supposed to call it now. Yes. Oh, <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's a great introduction to what you're doing. And uh, thank you for sharing with us. Oh, thank you, Kim.